Why are you wearing a toque? Because fucking I'm poor and I don't want to turn the heat up. That's the the poor man's uh, the poor man's heat. The poor man's hydro bill is a pair of long johns and uh, a toque, a Roots toque. Uh, roots toque, uh, extra socks, and leaving the oven open. <laughs> yeah, sometimes now, Cam. Uh, I, I, I it's going to sound a little awkward, but I think it needs to be said. Sometimes, Cam, you'll climb into the oven uh, to warm up a bit. You said uh, you 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 saw that some they did it somewhere, and uh, it, it kept people real warm. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad idea. Like in terms of heat. Yeah, it uh, keeps keeps the heat up. Um, cheap sauna. Yeah, looking for a cheap sauna. Yeah, so that wedding really must have set you back, Cam. Yeah, uh, yeah. we've resorted to. Uh, you've actually bought a. T so, Cam, though, but I have to say, if you're worried about the cost of electricity, like hydro, don't you think leaving your oven at five twenty-five for nine hours a day uh, would kind of, you know, maybe be responsible? Maybe that's why your hydro bills are so high. Old farmer's trick. Old farmer's trick. Okay, See, the hydro company not measuring that. You're, you're famously not a farmer. Yeah, I know the farmer's tricks, though. <laughs> uh, remind me again what that defense was that you used in court uh, when you said, I know all the farmer's tricks. Something to do with Dahmer? <laughs> I can't legally repeat it. I can't legally repeat it. Tune into the Patreon to hear more. Folks, this is why you need to be on the Patreon. We talk about all of our involvements in some of the biggest crimes. Because, um, Cam, Cam, you're kind of like a Forrest Gump-like figure where you were, uh, you've been everywhere at these huge, huge moments in history. Um, yeah, I do have... I, I do have a history of showing up to big political events, big yeah. uh, concerts. Well, Cam, yeah, um, you, you told me one time that you gave the final send-off on Janet Jackson's outfit for the Super Bowl performance. You had uh, the, the kind of the... Oh, I... The, uh, I wanted it more risque, personally. Yeah, and you gave the final... You gave your final check, and you're like, yes, this, this outfit is sound. I was okay with it. I wanted a little bit more skimpy, uh, but... You know, you can't always have your way. So I, I left, left a little bit to the imagination, and the imagination came true. That's uh, that that's incredible. It's incredible that you were at all of these uh, events as like a Forrest Gump-like figure. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie in a very, very long time. It's a movie. Is it worth worth a rewatch or not really? Man, I watched it for three years straight. I think at least two. For what reason? Uh, at, a, at at our New Year's Eve parties. This was a that was just a thing we did. It, well, you weren't there, but it was uh, it was a suggestion thrown about thrown out on the first uh, New Year's Eve party we had because we were thinking of movies that count down to New Year's, and then uh, you can do that at, instead of doing the countdown like on the radio or watching like television or something. It's like what could we watch instead that has a has a five four three two one Happy New Year. And Forrest Gump ah. came up. It's like, you know, kind of three-quarters of the way in, maybe two-thirds of the way in or something. They're in New York. Uh, so in one of those, we reverse-engineered it. You know, if you start watching it at 10.42 p.m., 10.42 and 16 seconds. 16 seconds, yeah. Then, uh, that's, what I, that's what I remember, too. Then it'll count down exactly on uh, 3, 2, 1, Happy New Year. Uh, so it was kind of fun. People really liked that movie. I never, I never cared much for that movie, I don't think. 
Yeah, people did love that one. I mean, yeah. I think there's, there's better ones. What if we did this year, Cam? Um, we watched Jack Bowers 24, okay. and when the time hit zero, that's when New Year's is. Boy, we have to watch the whole series. So All here's what we're going to do. We're going to start on, like, on the 31st. No, on the 30. Yeah, the 31st at midnight is Beep. when we start. Uh, but here's the caveat. Yeah, we're doing it with commercial breaks. Uh, yes. So the episode actually rounds out to a full 60 instead of like the 45 or whatever it ends up being. Right. And it's going to be the same commercial. It's just going to be oh, the Ozempic commercial that I see all the time. Ozempic? What's Ozempic? What is Ozempic? What's Ozempic? That, uh, that's, you know why you can't they... explain something as why, why just like with the same word. Well, legally, Cam, uh, in Ontario and Canada, uh, they're not allowed to say what Ozempic does on the air because Ozempic is a drug and Canada has a weird drug laws for advertising, which is you can say the name of the drug, but you can't say what it does. Or you can say what the drug does, but you can't say its name, but you can't say both. That's oh. why there's commercials like Viagra where it goes, uh, it's a good day for falling in love. You know, it's like stuff like that. And then you say, what's Ozempic? And then everyone says, what's Ozempic? Look up what Ozempic is. I can't say. I legally can't say what it is. Cam's legally not allowed to say it because, as you know, we do fall within the CRTC standards of at least 51% of content in a 24-hour period. It needs to be of Canadian origin. We, yeah. we do fall and, in that kind of category. And we also follow the laws of um, uh, pharmaceutical now, Cam, advertising. Now, Cam, I hate to say this, but you've brought up the law three or four times now. Uh, I'm studying it, for my bar. <laughs> this is a book for my bar. Cam has a big, big book, a uh, big hardcover. Looks real. Looks really dusty on it, and it Very says, uh, "It says uh, the law in Canada, um, 1996. <laughs> I, mean, I can't afford the new one. Can't quite afford the new one. But you figure the big, the big laws are still laws. Like you can't kill yeah. anyone. Uh, you yeah. can't beat someone up. Can't yeah. steal their money." Nothing about cyber law or anything like that, but I mean, yeah, it, well, that's, that's that probably won't be covered on the test. Yes, yeah, so, and that's bullshit, anyways. You know, like yeah, it's the bullshit. internet. What do you? It's, it's, what, it's ones and zeros. It's fucking wild west. Do what you want. It do it's exactly. Do you think this is supposed to be a place for everyone? If you're choosing to use the internet, yeah. that's on you. If you go on my hard drive. You're not gonna like what you find. Yeah, you're gonna find but, a bunch of haphazardly done taxes, tax returns, Cam. <laughs> Now, get, I, not, heard, I did hear this somewhere that Guinness... It's not fraud if I didn't submit it. I did hear this somewhere that Guinness named you worst taxer. <laughs> not that you have the most taxes, just that you are the worst at performing uh, your tax return. And legally, we can't call myself an accountant. So that's why we call myself the tax guy but Cam, or the taxer. In the trial, you were calling yourself Cam the Accountant LeClaire. It's all uh, over and, the transcript. We've legally, all read it. That's a nickname. That's a nickname. That's not a profession. Cam, you're quoting the transcript. <laughs> we were all there. Home. It was the trial of the century, some called it. Yeah, I mean, it would have been nice if you pled the fifth. Me. Mostly me. I called it. It was mostly my. Uh, it was OJ Part 2, I heard it was called in some places. Yeah, <laughs> it was on the Kitchener TV. It was all over KWCTV. KWCTV was covering it with a, a one-minute news segment every week. Cam, they left the story of the plane running off the runway uh, and cut, smashed cut to your trial. 
Didn't that happen like yesterday? A plane slid off the runway. You hear about this? Yeah, and I was watching the news, and they smashed cut to your trial. It was incredible. When's the last time you saw a real smash cut on air for something really big that happened? I don't think I've watched. I've seen. I've ever seen a smash cut. Oh, I think I might have seen. I think the last time I remember seeing it was from the Boston bombing. And they're like, breaking news. We have killed the man. He is dead. Well, yeah, that was the last one you saw because, of course, on that morning of Tuesday, September 11th, we know that you were watching CNN and you were counting down to the other people in the room. You said five, <laughs> four, it's going to happen, guys, three, guys, guys, watch two, the TV. Watch the TV. one, watch smash, the TV. and then it smashed cut immediately uh, as soon as you... Many thought it was a shining style uh, premonition you had. Yes, I, I I can shine on a Dan Torrance style uh, dream. It made you cry. Dan Torrance, Dan Torrance. Did you get that name right? Yeah. Oh, I got Danny. They call him Danny. Danny Torrance. You're right. Okay. See. And Doctor yeah, Sleep. They call him Dan because he's not a little kid anymore. That's right. You're right. Good movie. Never read the book. Did you watch that movie? I haven't seen the movie because I'm halfway through the book. I'm gonna finish. Oh, the how's book. the book? It's pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. Wor worth an audiobook read? <laughs> That's. I said it. That, that, I said it, and I am not taking it back. That se that sounds like an oxymoron. That sentence just sounds like an oxymoron. Worth an audiobook read? Uh, I'd say it's worth an audiobook. Well, who's giving the reading? Um. The, the nice thing about Audible is they give you little samples. Oh, so, so they'll have like five can, or six different people try it out. Uh, no, no, no. They'll no. They might have a few different people for very big books, but for example, what's it called, Doctor Sleep? Yes. Okay, so um, this is what they'll give you. Like, I don't know what it's gonna sound. Do they like, give you they British man? That sounds pretty spooky to me. I don't like that. Also, there's like a lot that? there's a lot of different uh, character between uh, ages, nationalities. I would uh, hesitate that one person could do it justice. The one thing that's weird about listening to an audiobook is sometimes, I think even in these uh, Stephen King's books, he does use the N-word. And yes, he does. hear an audiobook guy just like say it several times, like, this is kind of interesting. Because he just reads it as, you know, because the Cam, because you've version. started listening to your audiobooks out loud at work, <laughs> public places ideally, so they Mostly, know that I'm smart. Yeah, so you go to Starbucks with your MacBook, uh, because who would go to Starbucks with a PC? Uh, I like going to Indigo actually, Indigo chapters with my audiobook, <laughs> and say, "You guys are in the past." <laughs> with a Bluetooth speaker, and say, "I'm reading." <laughs> <laughs> I'm smart. You're uh, voted most pretentious. Was that your uh? Was, was that like in your high school yearbook or whatever? You know, Cam Leclaire most likely to be a guy who listens to audiobooks. I did not get that one. A no, superlative? Was, uh, that wasn't your superlative. Superlative. That's a that's a word I've never heard. That's a word you never heard, Cam. You know why? Because I am the one who is in fact smart. Let's kick it. <laughs> Continuing tonight on two C's in a pod. 96.7 on your two 
two C's in a pod, 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 uh, my name is Cameron Osborne. His name is Cam LeClaire. The hungover guy. <laughs> the hungover guy. Um, on Yeah, the, you, you were a big, big family gathering big last six, night. Big 60th. The probably big caught 60. RSD. Probably caught COVID. Definitely caught gonorrhea, but that's for another story. Yeah, because it, I, it was surprised. It was, the, it was the birthday slash orgy. Uh, yeah. Both were optional. Yeah, Slash did show up. Mm-hmm. He played Thunderstruck for us, oddly. Yeah, it was one of these weird performances where Slash started playing Thunderstruck, and we're like, that's cool and all, but Sweet but Child of Mine, November yeah. Rain. He doesn't affiliate himself with that group anymore. <laughs> he, still wears the, he still wears the top hat, though. Yeah, do you think he wears that in public? Man, I, he, I think he exclusively wears it in public. That's got to be heavy. I think, yeah, old rock stars are so funny because, like, our dads gave up their style. Our dad, our our fathers, who are 60, had a style when they were in high school, a style they had in their early adulthood, mid-adulthood, and now what they look like now. I'm sure that's evolved, yeah. Cam. I'm sure your and my style will evolve, too. What I love about the old rock star is that they, like, can't. Like, Angus right. Young has to wear that little schoolboy outfit. Uh, while his big purple old man veins are just well, <laughs> popping out from his leg. They'll go into a Gap, get a pair of jeans, and as soon as they walk out the door, they turn into leather. Mm. They, they can't figure a way around it. Now, you're assuming, that all rock, you're assuming that all rock stars sold their soul to the devil. I don't know how else they got if there. If you could sell your soul to the devil, would, would the trade-off be... 365-pound Three, bench. That would be no it. Question. That would be it. Yeah. Yeah, for reps. <laughs> How many reps are we talking? Probably five or six, comfortably. Now, now, (laughs) so, (laughs) but I think I love the enthusiasm, Cam. I love this. Unfortunately, I feel like the devil will get you with some kind of wordplay where it's like, yeah, you can bench 365, but you still can't like squat your whole body isn't proportionate to benching that. It's like you can still only curl 65 pounds, but you can bench 325. No, it's you can bench 365 pounds, but there'll always be a spotter there who grabs the bar on your last rep. <laughs> and you'll go to the it's gym. Like, Don't fucking touch you'll it. You'll go to the Never. gym by yourself. Yeah, it'll be 4 a.m. and just be like, no <laughs> and one's some, here. No one's Perfect. here, and on that last rep, somebody comes <laughs> you're, out you're, you're, on, you're on your third rep, you hear the door close, someone's rummaging, trying to get through <laughs> things like, oh, I've got this. Now, yeah, you'll lock yourself in a room, and somehow they'll just appear when you're on that last. And always wearing the same, uh, like, slightly too large gym clothes. Oh, I was going to say um, slightly too large gym clothes, yes, but the shorts are way too short, and there's definitely a nut that's sliding out of one oh, side. So you're saying the opposite of what I'm saying. <laughs> no, but they're too baggy, as in the, the nuts are falling <laughs> out. They're too baggy, yeah. but the nuts, okay, but they're too short. Yeah, too baggy, too short. Damn. That's what you'd sell your soul for, not sell your soul to play guitar? The classic selling your soul to the devil? Oh, the old Jack Black argument. Uh, the old Jack Black. Um, yeah, they call it the Jack Black argument. <laughs> the, yeah, 
the the Jack Black agreement. Yeah, it's pretty much it's, it's, uh, a, it's pretty it's much a legal a, framework. Yeah, it's a philosophical yeah, it's a philosophical argument where you uh, kind of uh, lay out the hierarchy of needs, but related to uh, wants. A hierarchy of needs. It's a needs versus wants type of argument. Yeah, it's like Joe Satriani versus the world. You know, if you can never get to that point in your life, you've done something good you've done something good apparently deep pull on joe satriani yeah well, deep he, isn't pull he like there. isn't he like the greatest guitar player ever I, I bet a lot of people would uh would yeah would be like yeah he's he's so sick i hate his music it really stinks and all but like man does he know how to shred yeah he has that one song that was on guitar hero so that's something. Did he? That's more songs than I had on Guitar Hero. <laughs> we all know the hardest song ever to play is "Through the Fire and the Flames" on X Expert. Mode. Oh, I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna go for Buckethead. <laughs> <laughs> Which you cannot find. By the way, folks listening at home, uh, reach out to us, SusiePodGmail.com, because we'd love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you specifically. Where can I listen to Jordan by Buckethead? It is not on Spotify. I, you can't find it on a Guitar Hero playlist. Uh, and no, Cam, don't just go to YouTube and search it up. Uh, I want to be able to stream you know it whenever I want. Because I know you. Yeah, you know that I can get things done? <laughs> uh, that's one way to phrase it. Yeah. Do you want me to email the show and be like, hey, you dumbass, go on YouTube or just Google it? Well, yeah, but, but, but Cam, I'll know it, we'll know it's from you. You'll be emailing your own inbox. And then Fair you'll enough. be getting it. And then, Cam, this is not the first time you've called out our podcast from your personal uh, email. And then you've just gotten in, in fights with yourself, emailing back and forth. Yeah, the reply all is, I think, aggressive. And, Cam, because you're replying all to corporate. You're replying all to corporate uh, upper level management, the guy who makes that big neon sign behind you. Oh, love, love the guys who reply, to, reply all the things that don't realize it. When they're like, okay, cool, I should be off for the 26th, so that will work. Can you update that in my files? It's sent to the whole company. It's like, should I double down and reply all again? Like, <laughs> forward. Oh, it's a yeah. forward all that email yeah. that you replied all. Double down just so you, everyone knows what's going on. Yeah, frick. Mess that up. Sorry, everyone. You say frick. Frick, because you can't say the big F word in corporate. Yeah, because that's just Cam. That's just straight up homophobic. So let's move on. Uh, let's get into the show, though. Let's get into this week's show by first uh, taking a look at last week's show because we got some notes. Notes. We got some notes. We got some notes. 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 We got some notes. Uh, notes here on the podcast. Uh, we were talking about when was the emoji invented? Remember this? Okay. This came up. Uh, well, uh, we should go back to the, uh, what was first known as the emoticon implemented in 1982 by a computer scientist, uh, who worked for Microsoft named Scott Fallman when he suggested that, you know, using text-based symbols could replace regular language. You know, so your classic, uh, like colon, hyphen, close bracket, smiley face. Classic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what year was that? Uh, 1982. Uh, okay. The next step in the process uh, was the Wingdings font, which you can still find, uh, which was conceived by Charles Bigelow and Chris Holmes in 1990, uh, which would send pictographs in rich text messages, uh, but your device had to have the Wildlings font already installed on it. So those were just so flat out Wingdings fonts. Well, search up Wingdings, see what you see what see what you find in your font tab. Oh, I I use it all the time. 
Exactly, Cam. It's the reason why, Cam, you come here on the show and like to say that you've had, like, oh, I've had, like, six, I go from job to job to job to job every year and a half, it, because of good reasons, Cam, but it's because you won't stop emailing in Wingdings font. Uh, you're actually, yeah, you're actually getting, like, disceremoniously discharged, or ceremoniously discharged. Um, uh, but on the other side of the world, uh, when we move forward to things, um, which is really when things started to happen in 1997, Japanese phones contained an alternate keyboard, uh, which featured what we know now as emojis, the little photos, or, like, you know, like, the little, what we kind of know now. It really, really the eggplant say. and the two water drops. The eggplant yep. and the two water drops. Uh, and they had this on their Docomo iMode cell phone, part of all the operating systems. Uh, so then later on in the uh, uh, like mid to late 2000s, um, America, uh, North American phones didn't have that technology, so they would have to download apps, which would add that extra keyboard to their phone uh, so they could send emojis. Actually, I remember the first time I used emojis would have been downloading an app from the App Store that then linked up with your keyboard. Uh, but eventually that keyboard, uh, eventually that code became open source. Um, so Apple, Blackberry, Android, everyone could make their own code to resemble those emojis. And since they were so huge, that's what everyone did. Good history. Yeah, that was good. Thank you. Well, I, I, we have to keep the uh, the uh, listeners informed or the viewers. Yeah. And for all you viewers out there, how um, are you watching this? Uh, finally, our next <laughs> note here was uh, we were talking about the Lifeline Medical Alert, the uh, the old classic, like "Help! I've fallen and I can't get up." We were talking about yes. that specifically pertaining to how does it actually work. Uh, we couldn't come up with it on the spot, but we should have because it's actually pretty damn simple. What happens is that there's a medical alert receiver in your house, which is connected through your landline or your home phone. So when you press the little button after a slip and a fall, the little button on the necklace, it automatically makes a call to whatever number you want to set it to, whether that be 911 other medical assistance, family, whatever. But you can set it the to Howard call. Howard Stern show. Yeah, yeah. That, this if you want Bubba the Love Sponge to uh, really give it into you when you've fallen and broken your hip because of your goddamn osteoporosis, uh, make it the Stern Show. Um, and be sure to fall when they're recording because, if it, <laughs> because I feel like you'll just get an answering machine. Um, but that's how the actual Lifeline Medical Alert works. Is that still sh show still going, the Stern Show? I Bet. Well, is it? He's he's a little bit of a bigger person now, right? Like he's on. Uh, he's he's a judge on one of those judge show, like X yeah, Factor, um, talent. Amer America knows how to sing and dance. And, yeah. Oh my God, do they have a mask on? Who knows? Yeah, we'll American American can sing the and sequel? dance with a mask on, but not that kind of mask, Fauci. Uh, it's the big. <laughs> it's the biggest show on CBS. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did we talk about that last week? That I don't understand the concept of the show. Which show? Mas the masked, uh, the masked Fauci. Yes. I. What's the concept? I don't think there's a concept to get. They have a mask on. <laughs> they, yeah, or they have a costume they, on. It's more of a costume, but costumed and singer. And they just guess who the singer is. That's, I think, the point. Yeah. Then the judges go like, yeah. "Well, uh, ba 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 Blake Shelton, or is Blake Shelton the host? I don't know. Um, or is Nick Cannon the host? I don't know. I want to see one where. It's all anime characters. Then you just hear, do 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 do, and then it's Paul Simon under the mask. So it's so expected. that's an that's an actual Paul Simon singing. You can call me Al. 
perfect. I, I don't think I don't know if they've done it where it's the person like in the in like the season finale or so or like you know it's the actual person singing the song. That'd be good. Well, that'd be a good one. And though. that's a banger song too. Yeah. Um, I got a game for us today that you're gonna like. Ooh, I like playing games, so let's play a game. Game. What you got for us today? It's March Madness Pros versus Joe's edition. Cam, this is a debate. I've been having with some of my friends because we're all um, certified free agents for the NHL, waiting for the call. Um, Te- and technically, we are, folks. I'm. I've, I've been waiting for the Lakers to give me a call. They're they're playing like shit. They're playing like sick shit. Um, so this is a little game where we're doing March Madness. What is the hardest thing as a Joe to do? So I'm gonna pick off uh, eight things here. And you're going to do the old March Madness bracket. Now, imagine you get 100 attempts at each. Now, this is coming okay. off the classic Spike TV show, Pros versus Joes. It's um, kind of, yeah. Cam, where I believe the plot was they had, like, professionals, but not, like, the A tier of the, yeah, the athletes. They would have kind of, like, the B or maybe, like, yeah. a low B tier, but still but still obviously can beat the shit out of us. And then it's like, it would be... Yeah, you have a pitcher that just had a Tommy Young or, or a Cy Exactly. Young. And then it would just kind of be, like, men in their late 30s from Little Rock, Arkansas, who's like, yeah, I could throw faster than Randy Johnson, uh, <laughs> the unit. So, uh, okay, okay, let's play this. Looking forward to it. Okay. So, Cam, remember, each one of these, you get 100 attempts at it to make that thing happen. Okay, so the first one is an... One on one with an NBA player to score a hoop, a basket. So you get a hundred attempts of that. Like you're not gonna, neither of these are gonna happen. It's more is which is more difficult. Okay, thank you. Right. So it doesn't. It Let's doesn't matter honest. if I can't well, do not either happen. option. Yeah. <laughs> None of us can. Right. If you're listening, if you're listening to this podcast, I can almost guarantee you cannot do any of these things. Cam's about to say. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Randy Johnson in his prime. I have to hit off Randy Johnson. And get on base. Oh, my. No. Okay. No, that's not. See? Oh, God. They, oh, fuck. This is going to be a hard March Madness. Um, okay. So, on the one hand, you have one of the most dominant pitchers of all time. Yeah. Uh, Who throws a slider like it looks like it's coming out of your head. He's killed with his pitches. This is murder. Uh, he has murdered birds. <laughs> well, he didn't murder a bird. Well, it was more of manslaughter of a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Randy Johnson, bird killer, <laughs> bird murderer. <laughs> um, okay, at least, okay, so with the NBA player thing, at least I get to pick my NBA player in this current, or is, is there so one particular you had in mind? Uh, NBA will go um, a big man. We'll say like Siakam. Okay, Spicy P, and he's going full, they're both going full tilt. 100%. Yeah, they're not laying off at all. I'm going to have to say Randy Johnson. I'm going to have to say the Randy Johnson hit would be harder. Uh, here's why. So if I had 100 attempts against Pascal Siakam and yeah. I get the ball and I just have to score one point, I guess there's a chance that I could throw the – I can just throw the ball towards the hoop and it goes in. I think that yeah. those odds are better happening than me – Squaring up a round ball. Yeah, there's, there's not even, and in this also, by the way, and I'm including situation where Randy Johnson is throwing 100 pitches straight. Like I'm not saying it's his best pitch every single time, but even him yeah. 100 pitches in, I don't think I could. And get on base. Yeah. 
with a di- with an Arizona Diamondbacks defense from the 2001 World Series. There's yeah, no but they're fu- hungover. There's no okay, but they're that's, I think most baseball players are hungover anyways, right? I mean, it's why they pack skull, right? <laughs> Shake off the jitters. Amen. All right, uh, Randy Johnson. It is next one is to land a right hand square and flush on Floyd Mayweather. Okay, hundred rounds to do it, or be on the defensive line and touch the quarterback. You just need to touch him. Uh, which one's harder to do? Um, and do, I, I'm not sure I get my terminology right there. It's when you're trying to like sack the quarterback. I think you'd be on the defensive line. Is that correct? Yeah, you'd be on defense. Yeah, correct. So um, you're on the defensive line. And you just have to touch him. But I think it's going to be hard. But what's which one's harder? Yeah. Which one is harder? Um, I'm going to have to say that. So if I'm if I'm up there with Mayweather, like one punch, that's one attempt. Um, right? Well, I was going to say you get 100 rounds, but like let's say you get 100 minutes. Huh, okay. Hundreds of something. And then on football I get 100 Actually, let's say 100 punch. You get you get through 100 100 shots. And then on football I get 100 uh like uh, plays, goes, yeah. like placement line scrimmage. Yeah. I'm going to say the the Mayweather thing's probably going to be harder. Uh for the Joe to land a right punch like where? A right hand on the face, like square. Like, that he does not block? Correct, yeah. No, yeah, one. okay, that's going to be way harder. That's going to be way harder. I'm thinking just because in the difference of defensive and offensive schemes and the play that is being called, the offensive line reacts differently to the play that's being called. That's how sacks happen, right? Guys miss their fucking coverage and dudes slip right in. So I'm going to say I'm gonna, there's more opportunity to make it happen. But uh, you, we've all seen the highlights of a uh, of Floyd Mayweather. He just dips, dives, dicks, dodges, and dodgeballs. Yep. All right. Next up is to. I don't know what this means. <laughs> Cam, <laughs> looking at a looking at a piece, looking at something that you wrote. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got it. Got it. So it's. To have pro coverage on you of an NFL uh, defense defenseman, like, and you're a wide receiver, and you have to catch a ball from uh, 20 yards out. Okay. So real play versus scoring on an NHL goalie in a shootout. Uh, I feel like the goalie would be easier. But the guy in coverage, just in 20 yards... Like I'm not, you're not gonna beat him, cause see that, that there's there's a second factor there where you have to make the catch, yeah. and and that's you know if somebody's slinging one in, like you know you might beat him on the coverage, but making the catch, that's that the, you know those two things to happen at the same time. Where like the the shootout, I feel like my unorthodox, unskilled style might be able to actually slip one in. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, so I'm gonna go coverage, coverage, uh, coverage, twenty yard hook play harder. Okay, great. And last but not least is you get a hundred serves from Andy Roddick, and you have to return one. Oh, fuck that! That's <laughs> that's fucked. That one's fucked. Versus um, being a soccer goalie and saving one, just one in save. A oh, in a, well, in a shootout. shootout. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, the fucking tennis. The fucking tennis, 100%. <laughs> yeah, I know. The, the tennis, tennis 100%. It's so OP. It's just like, what am I doing here? After like 20, you're like, I think I'm starting to get the timing. <laughs> <laughs> and the soccer thing, like, I feel like it's a gamble anyways, right? Like, you know, it's 50-50. You're going to, I don't know, maybe jump over and get it. Maybe not. Um, yeah. But yeah, the tennis one, no, those things. That thing's going ninety-five miles per hour. Like, yeah, you think you can? You, you think you can see something? Yeah, that that's. I hope. Yeah, I think it's faster than that. I see. I, how, like I see how this bracket. I see how this bracket is going, and it's going to be an interesting uh, final, to say the least. Yeah. All right. So um, round two here, <laughs> hitting the slider off Randy Johnson or landing a bomb on Floyd Mayweather. Um. And we just know these now. These are now impossible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Th this is impossible this, tier. Yeah. S tier, as the kids say. I don't know what S stands for, though. I'd love to know. TwoSeasonPodGmail.com. Um, oh, God. My instinct is to, is to say the slider. Yeah. I'm thinking the Randy Johnson pitch is going to be way more difficult just because there's less, like with the Mayweather thing, I don't know. Maybe you can get him once. I know that goes against everything I just said in the previous round, but I'm gonna say that <laughs> I'm gonna say that the Randy Johnson pitch has to be harder. Gotcha. RJ's going to the finals, and for the other one, it is catching a ball in coverage or returning a tennis serve and now but and also by return you mean landing in bounds correct not just you hit it correct oh if it has to yeah. go back in <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Maybe like if, you, if, if i go into the net 99 times does that count for something um yeah i have to say that the uh the, the serve the andy roddick serve and that's not even i don't even know if he's the best i mean he's certainly not the best anymore he's not yeah but yeah, like I mean, like Djokovic would have been any, better, any, andy anybody roddick, on that who was at that kind of level yeah these dudes crush Okay, well, you know the finale, Cam. Yeah. God. We got um, Randy Johnson slanging versus Andy Roddick slanging. You, you, both things are coming in hot. These are together. And you have to hit one of them. I have to hit one. Um, okay, so I got to, and I got to get on base. I got to get on base or return it. Um,. Yeah, this one's something. I'm going to say I'm going to say uh I'm going to say the hardest thing to do here in March Madness would be to return a serve uh and land it in bounds off Andy Roddick. Um you, you know they, they're called an error for a reason. <laughs> you know somebody makes a mistake. So I hit the ball um it lands in bounds. The catcher goes to pick it up um, while stamp standing up from his prone position. He tears both Achilles tendons. Uh, he's writhing on the ground in pain. The ball's in bounds. Uh, he's writhing on the ground in pain. Um, uh, and then Randy Johnson has to run all the way over from uh, from 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 uh, the, mound. the mound. That's what ninety feet. Uh, sixty feet six inches. And that extra six inches is gonna do it for him. Randy Johnson, one of the fastest sixty-foot sprinters out there, um, but anything more than that, and he's uh, he's just a little, you know, he's a loose turd. And that's where I uh, jump in there, 
and make it on the make it on to first base. But yeah, you're right. Um, Andy Andy Roddick serve and return it. That it's hard enough to return a serve when your buddy serves it. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. Congratulations. Wow. Okay, that was a good one. That was that, a lot I, of fun. I put a lot of thought into that one. I hope that really, you know, those folks listening at home really puts in perspective that like these do these guys who you know men and women who we see out there on the court. On the field, on the diamond, on the rink. Like, they are so much better than us. Yeah. It is not conceivable to us normies, um, us rubes. And if you are one of those who is as skilled as one of these professionals, what up? We're two season pod. My name is Cameron Osborne. This is Campbell <laughs> Claire. Uh, be on our show, Kawhi. And I, that's exactly it. Yeah, even the the best dude at the fucking, you know, even like a D-League basketball player, an OHL uh, first lineman, uh, a dude who, you know, finished his fourth year college uh, football but didn't get drafted. All of these people are so much better than we could ever think of. Yeah. They've been drafted from their peers as the best 20 times already. And we never made the first round of cuts. Yeah, we never even got we never even got in the door. Yeah, they said, "Cam, yeah. you're you're not six feet tall." They measure you before you even get in. And Cam, you fell under the measurement famously. You're not even six feet tall. Hundred, I am I license? I am. And and yeah, and that, that's again. You've been going to court a lot lately, recently due to identity perjury. It's <laughs> just. I, if I wear the right shoes, I'm six feet tall. <laughs> yeah, that was the big defense. If I wear the right shoes, Cam, and then you had like Officer, a... most of the time you're going to see me shoes on. You had a Fair? series of shoes laid out on uh, the the uh, the the table there in the in the corner of the courtroom in like an O.J. Simpson style uh, putting on the glove. You were just putting on shoe after shoe. Yeah, and I proved it to them. And Johnny Cochran came back and said if the shoe fits, he must have quit. And and that's why I stay here the free man. It was amazing for so many reasons. Uh, you know, the comparison to O.J. Simpson, the fact that you revived a dead Johnny Cochran. <laughs> it was it was it was amazing for so many reasons. Yeah, catch it on City TV News. And it only got City TV news coverage. You revived a dead man, and it couldn't even make it to like broadcast. No, I mean they're bit. They're it was incredible. It was actually one of the one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. That's just for you. All right. Me. Um. So we got we did watch the movie this week, but I don't know. Do we want to get into that, or do we want to save that for next week? Because I know that we don't really have a plan for how we dissect it. We didn't really say like first. How I want to review the movie Miami Vice. How'd we review Shark Tale? <laughs> we kind of just like walked through it. Okay, but so like we it should took do... like 40 minutes. That's a good point. That's a good point. So we could, I maybe do it prep for next week, is give ourselves seven minutes for the whole movie because it is like a two hour movie. Oh, so we do a seven minute each slice of vice. Oh, I was going to say seven minutes total, so three and a half each. Three and a half each? Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. Did you, you watch the movie, though? Yes. Today? Very beautifully shot. I really liked how it was shot. It's one of the best. This, this, this movie was incredible. Folks, watch the Miami Vice movie 
We'll be back next week to talk about it. Uh, and it's uh, and it's and it's amazing. This it was so much fun. Yeah, well, it was fun. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, you had to know that um, Sonny was going to get involved with a lady he shouldn't have. I loved know? it. I loved it. You, there, were, there were some boobies in there. Folks, nice. do you want to see tits and you're tired of Pornhub or RedTube? Do you want to jerk it to completion the old-fashioned way with a couple of boobs in a sex scene? Watch <laughs> my... the rewind button. <laughs> if you my rewind the... button is raw. It's got no... You <laughs> broke it. Shannon asked what, what happened to the rewind button. You said you, you've clumsily made up an excuse that you were watching a good fish being reeled in. And you wanted to see his technique as he reeled it, and she did not buy that for a second. Yeah. Um, great boobs, great action, great guns, great colors. I think that the way it was shot was the best part of the movie, in my opinion. The ending I didn't love. And apparently it was supposed to be a different ending, but Jamie Foxx is very difficult to work with. And when you hear gunshots in... Um, in South America while he was filming on site, he said, I'm not filming here anymore. I'm going back to America. And then they went back to America and then they filmed the rest of the movie there because then they just changed the ending. Because there's no gunshots in America, Cam. Yeah. As what we are all you, know. stupid? You stupid? So yeah, apparently Jamie, Jamie Foxx not a good guy to work with on Miami Vice, even though he was the one who pitched it to Michael Mann. His idea all along. He came up with a 1984. Well, Michael Mann was the original director, co-directors, or co-producers on the show. I know. I think I would have told you. I think I would have told you. Yeah, it sounds like somebody really looked at the Wikipedia page. I looked at it pretty hard today. Let me guess. IMDb, the the trivia uh, or fun fact section. Uh, You could probably probably retell a lot of those. Some call it a cult classic. (laughs) Some including... The Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia is a guy, as we all know. Uh, he sits there. We call him Wicks. Yeah, we call him Wick for short. John Wick, loosely based on the life of Wikipedia. Man, those actors, they get whatever they want. Eh? Little fuckers. Little fuckers. I guess, if they're the ones putting meat in the seats, you know? Yeah. Um, okay, well, do so we, don't, we don't have that. So we'll have that next week. Uh, get teed up for that. We gotta also get teed up for whatever our next show is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really have any announcements on that today. I don't think we have any announcements on that. We'll talk about that offline. Maybe we should, what should we do? A poll? Like an internal poll? I think I, I had like four or five. (laughs) I was like, we should do this. And then I think you narrowed it down. And then did we flip a coin? Yeah, we flipped a coin on it. Yeah. I'm still kind of down for the A team. Yeah, you, that that was one of the final. I think that was actually the final, the finalist between Miami Vice and uh, and uh, and that actually for our most recent uh, for our most recent adventure. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get back on that. Yeah. Does it have to be an '80s show? I no, I don't think that was a qualifier. I think we just I, originally when it was conceived. Well, we should go back and listen. I probably about episode. How long have you lived in your house now? <laughs> two years, uh, like almost two years. Uh, so yeah, a little bit longer. It'd be than approximately that. episode, uh, uh, approximately episode forty-ish. 
I want to say, um, that we would have come up with this idea. So, folks, go back and listen to episode 40-ish. <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's let like, us know. Uh, no, I want to say 47. I think the episode is uh, Cam's moving out, parentheses, Anthony's song, or moving out, parentheses, Cameron's song. Damn, if you pull, if you were able to get that correct, and that's when we started. That's very impressive. I think. I think that might be where it is. We, we recorded a slightly shorter than normal episode in, uh, it was the last night before we moved out. And uh, Oh, yeah. That was we, fun. We got sushi. Shannon was asleep. And Jess hung out with Darla <laughs> outside. Uh, yeah, yeah. And that's where, we, that's where we came up with this idea, actually. actually. Um, is it? Yeah. That's where we came up with the idea of doing this whole Dude. little bit. Damn, good memory. Now I don't think so, we, I don't think we started with Knight Rider. I think it was still a choice, but it was a it was like let's think about shows in that vein. And then I think we definitely ended up going with Knight Rider. Um, I'm pulling it up here. You're saying it's around 52. I want to say 47. Okay, so it's not 47. That's the Boosh Boy. Come pants, Boosh Boy. Uh, uh, this is called the Boosh Boy. Hmm. Uh, the next one's peeing on electric fence. Classic. The terrible Christmas tradition. Extravaganza. Naturally brewed according to German purity law. Purity law. Not just for cis white men. Fastball or curveball. What do you? Tomato. When you say them all in a row, it really does. <laughs> it really doesn't land as well. There we go. Moving out, Anthony's song. Yeah. What episode? episode Fifty nine. Fifty nine. Um, okay. Fifty nine, and we start a new segment. Being so. Episode 60, Edmund's podcast was where we started it. Yeah, that was where we started the thing. 59, right. we conceived the idea of wow, doing it. Wow, look at you. Yeah. Incredible. Look at the brain in this guy. Yeah, some have called me a beautiful mind, uh, but it was more a, a, as an insult, um, implying that I have like Asperger's or something, which I don't. Take it easy. I'm taking Take it, it easy. Take it easy. I'm taking it easy. Okay, should we, if we're going to pass that, so we'll get into that next week. Uh, should we jump into a uh, little Headliner Asinine? Let's play Headliner Asinine. Hey, 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 Headline or Asinine. Conga line, everybody. Let's go. Cam, now, your wedding was a lovely day. I have no idea uh, what you, uh, what you, um, you know, what, what song you and Shannon danced to, and it could have been that one. I would have remembered. Yeah. You could be. You can call me Al. That would have been a good one. Yeah. Probably not romantic or anything of that so, sort. So does that matter? It's yeah. a banger. No, would have been fun. And then we wouldn't have held each other. We just looked at each other with Corey for like... Well, you guys would have acted out the whole scene. You would have been the Chevy Chase uh, figure in the music video, and she would have been playing with Paul Simon. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Um, <clears throat> all right. Let's get into this. Cam, uh, headliner last night, little person inside checked or found inside checked bag at JFK Airport. A little person. Um... God, that one's tough. Uh, yeah, because I guess that'd have to be a pretty damn big bag. Because I have heard of um, animals being shoved in. 
people who don't want to pay, uh, you know, or deal with the additional process of checking. You check luggage, your fucking uh, cat or whatever, so someone will shove a fucking cat in there or something. Uh, but a little person, yeah, I mean, it's either like you're out of cash or you're trying to smuggle them. How little do you have to be is a big question. Um, so do I think this is a headline? At JFK, is probably one of the more busy airports in the world, um, so it could happen, but I'm gonna say, the, the sizing doesn't make sense to me. Uh, how big or how small they are, how big the luggage is, I'm gonna have to say this one's asinine. Yeah, I made this one up. It's okay, it happens. Cam, are you ready for your headline? Yep. Uh, Cam, headliner asinine, um, my nephew won't stop sexting me, help. My nephew won't stop sexing me. Help. This cannot be out of the Wall Street Journal. This is definitely a um, uh, a BuzzFeed type article. Of course, because uh, as you know, we only source the Wall Street Journal uh, for all of these headlines, by the way. Yeah. I don't know where you get yours from. Um, <laughs> Ebombsworld.blog. <laughs> yeah. My nephew won't stop sexting me. Help. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is a classic problem that people have around American Thanksgiving, right? Your nephew, your nephew gets uh, a little <laughs> glance. <laughs> uh, you, you serve him the mashed potatoes. Your shirt goes down a little bit too much. He starts sending you dick pics. It's a story as old as time, right? He got your tackle football game before the uh, big dinner. And your nephew, that won't stop sexing you. These things are old as pumpkin pie. Um, <laughs> this is a headline, my friend. Cam, this one is asinine. Uh, well, but, maybe, but, for maybe for you. Yeah maybe for, <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe for me. And hopefully, everyone who listens to the podcast, who's been two seasons of pod, gmail.com, we'd love to hear from you. Are you fucking your aunt? We would love to hear Sexting from you. Your aunt. Sexting. Sexting. Your aunt. Sorry. Big difference. Big difference. Big difference. All right, headliner asinine. DC woman learns to cook by whipping up recipes she found on gravestones. Recipes on gravestones. Now, I've never heard of that as a uh, a thing. You know, like you're buried, and it usually it would say, like, you know, like, um, Randy Johnson, and then quotes the big unit. Uh, and then, like, date of birth date of death, and then, like, maybe, like, a quote or accolades from their life, you know? So, one-time World Series champion, five-time Cy Young winner, uh, led the league in strikeouts, out however many times. Uh, let's get, I think I'm actually close on that Cy Young thing, though, by the way. We'll check that out in notes later. Um, but to have a recipe, you must really be defined by that recipe. Maybe that's something that chefs do, you know? Will Ramsey's uh, gravestone give his uh, best recipe for souffle? Or maybe the recipe for the uh, the duck larange that he served Putin that one time. There's a photo. Look it up, folks. Uh, this is the perfect mix of yummy and the macabre. So I'm going to say this one's a headline. This is a headline. It's a viral TikTok creator. Goes, goes by Ghostly Archives. Started traveling to graveyards to find recipes that people were known for. There's not many photos of these actual recipes on gravestones, but apparently this is kind of a thing where people will just put their recipes that they're really good at making on gravestones. And then, uh, yeah, she made some shortbread cookies. She made, uh, let's see, there's so wait, souffle. These, this is a fudge. These are on people will post paper to gravestones. 
Um, I will show you. Yeah. So okay. It's okay. Not, no, so it's in, not paper. In, no, it's not paper. In my mind, it was engraved. Like it was. Gr it is. It is. It was like a part of the gravestone. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what's this fudge? Uh, two squares of chocolate, two tablespoons of butter, melt on low heat. But where's the? Oh, so I guess probably just beside it to the right is where like the actual like rest like R.I.P. This person. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see. Him. Yeah. Okay. So this one's called. This one looks like paper. That so. one looks like something that someone just put on. And then that's her cooking. Okay. And that's it. And then how do I stop sharing? Am I still sharing? Yeah, I am. Okay, good. Wow, that was something. Uh, go cook some K's fudge. Go to a fucking war. <laughs> go to a war cemetery in Washington D.C. for a nice fudge recipe. Uh, Cam, I got a headline here for you. Uh, Helen Rasnine, New York transit safety advocate, hit by car on way to victim's funeral. Give me a repeat on that one. New York City transit safety advocate hit by car on a way to victim's funeral. Is this irony or would this define how would you define irony? I think this is it. I believe this is the uh, the, the the dictionary definition of irony. <laughs> yeah, that's a sad one. The transit authority safety Whatever their job is, yeah, they're trying to they're trying to keep people from hitting people on the streets, and they're trying to make make some noise about it because people get hit on the streets. So, um, I I did she die in vain or in pride or them? I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about that. Be like, I told you it's a problem. <laughs> God, your last words were, I told you, we needed a stop sign there. <laughs> Yeah, I never said I didn't say we needed that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, shitty that your death is, like, characterized by your job. It's like he took, I don't know. That's shitty. Uh, but, yeah, probably happened. And I bet it's in New York, too, because that's probably what you said. <laughs> Cam, so there's a headline here for you. I should say, though, this person isn't dead. Okay, ah. but they, uh, it is a story from New York where a road safety ad, uh, activist was struck by a car while cycling to the event, the funeral commemorating uh, recent victims of traffic violence, which resulted in three dead. Um, this is actually just uh, around the corner from uh, New York City's uh, little local holiday, World Remembrance Day, uh, an annual vigil for the families and friends of those affected due to uh, traffic violence. They wear high-visibility jackets, they, uh, they gather, hold a vigil, and call for policy changes to make streets safer for cyclists and pedestrians. So, in the year 2021, there were 222 uh, deaths as a result of car crashes in New York City, which is more than 2015 to 2020 put together. Uh, and in 2021, so yeah, 98 pedestrians... 18 cyclists, 34 drivers, 53 passengers uh, in, in cars, and 13 people on other vehicles have died uh, on the roads. That's fucked, eh? Tra tragedy. Tragedy. <laughs> this one hits close. So I, I, mentioned, I mentioned this just lately. This one's hit close to home because I am getting more uh, vocal towards people in cars as I'm walking past. Is this an, I, I'm, I'm kind of it's like a little old man curmudgeon thing. Uh, I'm very vocal on my bike. Yeah, on your bike. I'm now yeah. at a point where I'm yelling at people. I'm fucking hands up. 
I'm flipping off if they're like speeding out or whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's a few red yeah. lights that I see cars run all the time, and I just fucking really. Oh, there's a couple. There's a couple times where there's like an advanced green, and then a car will yeah. try to like be the very, very last, really pushing that advanced green. But I'm walking, so by that time I'm in the middle of the intersection. So now that car has to do the thing where it either speeds up or stops and waits. I'll like slow down, turn over to the car, and be like, "What the fuck, man." And then keep walking. So now he's in the middle of the intersection. Other cars are trying to get through, and he's just getting fucking honked at. I love it. I love it. It's a good one. One I, thing I'm thinking I, of doing. I often say my dream is to get hit by a car in a busy intersection, because I will have 42 witnesses and probably multiple CCTV or local business cameras of fucking weed shops. I'll have so many weed shop cameras. That will just cry. Uh, it'll prove the fact that I was a fucking pedestrian walking, and this guy fucking zapped into me. Yeah, I don't know if that's. Your, it should be a good dream of yours. It's not it like might, the total dream, like the yeah. pen, like the ultimate dream, but it could be the penultimate dream. You're really just looking for a a big "I told you so" moment. I love a good "I told you so" moment, Cam. It's probably what I live for, actually. I've been doing the one where you're at a roundabout, and you know how roundabouts. If you're at the crosswalk, you have right away. Like, yes. regardless. Uh, if you're well, at the crosswalk, you have right of way every single second. That's why it's called a crosswalk. No, if it's a red light. I, well, obviously not. It's a red one. light. It's a jaywalking. I'm saying, we already reviewed yeah, the jaywalking yeah. rules. Here's the jaywalking rule. I'm saying at a, at a um, roundabout, you can just walk at any time. But people <laughs> speed through all the time. So what I've started to do is if I see a car that's looking a little too fast, I'll do a little stutter step into there. Like a little <laughs> jump step and just fucking fuck them. Right? Be like, hey, you should have stopped, you big dumb idiot. Now, ideal goal is he sees you, he jerks the steering wheel, goes over the median, triple Perfect. barrel roll into yeah. a gas station, shell. And then he's hang he's, he's hanging hang down. as a few little drops of gas start to fall, and he says, oh, shit. And then halfway before he even finishes the conversation, <laughs> the car blows up, the whole gas station blows up. <laughs> And then while he's hang, swaying his arms on fire, I run up to the car, and before trying to get him out, which I will not do, I go, I fucking told so. And then, <laughs> and then Ashton Kutcher comes out and says that he got punked. Perfect. Okay. This is my dream. <laughs> That's oh. your dream, yeah. The little stutter step little always gets him. Quick little, uh. Yeah. Uh, a little faint. All right. Uh, headliner asked in France, court decides employees cannot be forced to have fun. Now, I've <clears throat> I have heard about this recently, uh, <clears throat> you know, because Cam, this is the we're, we're, this is the new normal. Some people work from home, Cam. It's the new normal. It's the new normal. Um, and so there's this thing where every, all these people who are working at home find it like personally assaulting to them if they had to go into an office if it yeah. especially if it's within like their locale like you know obviously if they were hired remotely and the company's like six hours away three hours whatever it might be but if you're kind of like within an hour and people are asked to come into the work it's like they it, it's like it's the most personally offensive thing that they've ever heard of themselves so i have heard about this where in the past it would be a, you know the boss would schedule maybe an after work activity at 5 30 so it's kind of like the implications you go straight from home to work but now that 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 thing's not there Somebody's like, oh, you have to come out, uh, you know, we're going out bowling at 5.30. So I'm like, oh, no, like, I can't, like, after 5 o'clock, I'm not available. 
and they're like, "Oh no, it's gonna be great." You know, uh, we're gonna we're we're gonna go out and play bowling, have nachos, and you're like, I understand that, and I appreciate you. However, but I hate all you people. However, I'm not available outside of work hours. You know, like you just be a total bitch about it. And if I can think of one group of people who are just total bitches, it's those who are working from home. Uh, so I was gonna say the French and the French. Perfect combination, Cam. This one's a headline. This one's a headline where uh, it's less about that, Cam, less about working from home, more about uh, this company who wants to do a lot of work activities and team building activities. And in their culture, they're like, we're, we're a company whose motto is fun and pro because we do a lot of social events and boister team spirit. Fun is strongly emphasized on the company's website. For example, Cubic is a fun, professional daily life. You'll have fun while you're working, and our customers love it. Have you ever put on a hen hat in training? <laughs> anyway, so Mr. T, uh, we don't know his real name, has basically said, I'm not fucking doing this bullshit. I will do my job, no problem, but this is a bunch of garbage. Uh, and they're like, well, then you're fired because you're not having fun at work. Um, so that's, he went to court and he's like, you can't fire me cause I'm not participating in your dumb bullshit extracurriculars. I'm pro Mr. T on this one, Cam. You might be like, fuck everyone who works from home. I'm like, Hey, I don't need bullshit. If I'm good at my job, I don't need the hearty har. <laughs> Let's have some fun team spirit here. Everyone is, we all love it. We all love it. Fuck that. We're here to make money. Okay, yeah, you're you're right. No, you are right. I was I was ripping on the work from home people. That's the way I interpreted the story. Um, uh, no, but you can always wake. Oh, I, I, I sorry. I got I got to do this. I think there's gray area. There's some gray area. Some gray areas, of us. course. I yeah. uh, I recently was told at work that I can um, not be a part of a meeting if I have shit to do. Oh, big time. So all, up until now, I thought if I had like the meeting. Uh, superseded the I have shit to do type of thing and cam I work a physical I have to physically do shit there's yeah. a shit well, I need to physic do the act of doing it um, and uh, it came up like in like a meeting I, it was a day I was like back to back to back to back I had four meetings in a day yeah and it came up and I was like um yeah I just I need to do this and this and this and the boss was like oh okay yeah you can you can skip the meeting if you the, the, the meeting notes are available afterwards. You don't have to. Yeah. I was like, oh, and I can do that? Plus, it's like 40 minutes of FIFA talk. And it's mostly talk about FIFA. And then wh who's your favorite team? And I say I'm Canadian, so obviously I don't watch soccer. And then <laughs> it's mostly just that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, and that's why you skip meetings. That's <laughs> I got one more here for you, Cam. Uh, headline last night, Minnesota Vikings tricked into thanking porn star for his service. Oh, I saw this. No! This is, yeah, my buddy sent me this. He's like, he showed me the tweet, and I'm like, I don't recognize. And I was like, I don't get the joke. He's like, you serious? And I looked at him, I'm like, ah, oh, Johnny Sins, my boy. Yeah, Johnny Johnny Sins was in a army fatigues, and then someone posted a picture saying, hey, can we give a shout out to my boy? He's in the world of great service. Something like that. And it's a picture of Johnny Sins from one of his scenes. Classic stuff. I uh, love a good prank. Headline. Headline, that's Cam. Headline. Yeah, you got yeah. it. Man, that's only like yeah. the third or fourth time that's ever happened. Yeah. Yeah, that's a funny one. That's well, you know, I love the, seeing Johnny Sins. You know what? Just uh, don't talk to people. Don't look at news. Yeah. <laughs> Someone say, did you hear about this? You go, la, 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 you la. You say, la, 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 la. 
Yeah, praise be Allah. <laughs> praise be Allah, and then you get in a world of trouble, but for other reasons. Yeah. <laughs> now, Cam, no, so unfortunately, you had a weird set of color. You went out to watch a World Cup game. You had a, uh, the other day with some friends at a bar. You had a weird, you were just wearing a weird outfit, and it appeared as though you were cheering for Iran. I love Iran. I love their culture. And it was actually even you know you've Not the biggest fan of their sports even team. we've revealed a lot of things that you've done here on this week's episode. Um, you know, a perjury to the government, <laughs> various other things. Um, and this might have actually been the worst one yet. <laughs> yeah, the, the, me, me. I'm not the biggest fan of their sports. You've team, had a real you difficult what. week of legally. Um, it's yeah, been, I probably shouldn't shouldn't comment on it too much, but they're they're my they're my guys, and Jesus that's Christ. all they are, my guys. Jesus Christ, uh, that's it. That's how you play Headline right, Rass I, Nine, Cam. We have one more uh, segment for you, and that's a little thing called Plug It or Shrug It. 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 Plug it. Or shrug it. Yes, sir. Uh, this week, I'm going to shrug it. So, um, hate to be a negative Nancy, especially about work things, but I'll tell you what. If you're sick or you go on vacation for, I don't care, two, three days, maybe a week, I never want to fucking hear about, oh, I came back and my inbox had 7,000 emails in it. I'm still combing through them all. Shut the fuck up. COVID. That's because you're bad at managing your email uh, like notifications. We all know 80% of them are saying your free trial to Pornhub's ending in three days, two days, one day, special extension, and, and all and, the and, other ones. And thanks for renewing <laughs> Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> That's 90% of your emails. Cam, I don't get Cam, why you have to brag. Your inbox is filthy. <laughs> yeah. I can see the tabs open on your computer. <laughs> some, people, some people have like social tab, marketing tab, minus the different porn channels. You're just like, we like constantly cycling who the top port search porn videos are. You're a connoisseur of sorts. <laughs> What's trending? <laughs> Oh fuck! Yeah, so don't say that. If I don't care how many fucking emails you have in your inbox, it just means you're bad at filtering your inbox. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Fuck you. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Filter your inbox, folks. Uh, that's a good one. I'm gonna plug uh, something. Um, I, I solved a problem in my life recently. I want to. I want to pl plug the problem solve here. Because what happened was I kept going out to places, um, and I would. Uh, I, I, it, it, how do I bring booze with me? Oh, right, like beer. I got a good one, but, but I want to hear it. No, my I, I just have a real practical. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, like beer. You know, I have a can. You know, whatever. Yeah, you finish up however many cans. But I found out like I was leaving a lot of booze at places because you know he's having or whatever. Uh, so if you can come across you, uh, you finish a bottle of Gatorade, you finish a bottle of water. Yo, just keep those. Fill those up with booze and bring those to parties. Uh, so you don't have to end up like traveling with all this glass. You don't need a fucking backpack full of shit. And uh, it kind of like, it kind of works. It kind of works. So do that next time uh, you're bringing booze to places. You know, just save a couple Gatorade bottles. 
whatever. You fucking, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna need your Gatorade at one point. You're gonna use the bottle. Just don't throw it out. You can get a second use out of that. Yeah. Guaranteed. True recycling. True recycling. You gotta recycle, yo. They say you can't recycle single-use plastics. I'll show you, boy. I'll show you. Just throw in the washing machine. What, you think you're better than single-use? Uh, yeah. But that's our little plugs and shrugs. That is all the time that we have, folks. Thanks for listening. Rate, review, like, subscribe. So it's everywhere. We'll be back. Um, we are two, three weeks away uh, from the uh, the live episode. So if you want tickets, you got to let us know. you got to let us know. Uh uh, listeners, we're coming to Kitchener Waterloo. Get your tickets and, early, and, and, December nineteenth. And listeners, seventh, uh, eighteenth. And we know, <laughs> we, and listeners, yeah. we know you're out there. We we have seen a little recent listener spike, so that that is that is out there. Ooh, Cam, I think uh, you know you got to send. My the- wife told me she listened the other day. Oh, first time ever. <laughs> Because we were talking about trap questions, weren't we? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, What's this trap question what are these talking trap to Cam about? You're talking about? It's like, oh, now we're, that, we're both pieces of shit. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, don't listen to that did part. Did you Skip tell Shannon part. I used to slick back my hair? Oh, it was a real slick back the other day. <laughs> real slick back. Uh, uh, thanks for listening, right. Cam. Yeah, you got to send out the mailer. You got to send out the mailer to all the fans, you know, because we do have a fan club of sorts uh, that are yeah. coordinating <laughs> that are coordinating through the event. I'm sure they would love to hear yeah. what you have to say. But we're gonna play all of our games. Uh, everyone's gonna be welcome. It's gonna be microphones. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Anik's gonna be there. Sneaks. Yeah. Sneak. I haven't seen uh, sneakers. Long time listener, multiple time caller. Uh, yeah, Felicia's Felicia Tony employee for twenty six nine. Yeah, love yeah. them. All right, and folks, never forget, next time you're at a slow basketball game, remember the lowest scoring basketball game of all time was 1918 final score. Thanks for listening. We'll talk later. Take care, folks. Continuing tonight on two season of pod. 96.7 on your... Two season a pod, 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 two season a pod